After the party finishes, all that is left is to clear up. The beluga, once pristine and white, is now showing signs of wear from supercruise. Not having docked since last week, it wends its way from Sol slowly out to Alpha Centauri, taking in the sights. The bar is cleared, the drunkards are seen carefully to their quarters. A number of VIP guests demanded to be taken to Van Marmenstar for some more supplies. In amongst this, the second wedding party began to build up. A battered Type 6 rendezvoused with the barge and disgorged the tech monkey, and one slightly worse for wear radio producer, along with a beaming bride and her holohoba hala hula hooba husband-to-be. A second round of partying began this time in true Scottish style. Kilts flying, the wedding party flung themselves into the festivities. Deep in the bowels of the beluga, the outside broadcast studio keeps transmitting. The crew are looking a little frayed around the edges, but the red light that denotes a broadcast is still lit. Sitting with them is a salty sea dog, a relic from years past, Fading working rig a little tight around the middle than it ought to be, eyes like a pair of red dwarves seen through an ice ring. The producer leans across to push a button. Our mics are live. Good evening, Hutton truckers everywhere, and welcome to yet another broadcast from the remote radio studio from Hutton Orbital. I'm Mike Oxlong, and joining me tonight on the beleaguered beluga, we have... Rudolf Hucker and Roger, the cabin boy. We have the usual chaotic show tonight, but first we have the headlines. Mods outbreak at Hutton as revolting truckers riot. Ross 671 on the verge of capitulation after serious problem in Hutton space. Cops in scram scan crash for cash. Alvin demands his own Thargoid chew toy. Pilots Federation confirms free eye tests for all pilots. A massive outbreak of mods, mug ownership deficiency syndrome has hit Hutton space this week, with a minor revolt by the Hutton truckers demanding to know who nicked all the mugs. A minor misunderstanding with a dodgy knockoff mug manufacturer led to a number of Hutton truckers complaining that their coffee went cold, their tea is tepid, and their mug muffin went stale. Alvin has published an immediate instruction to all Hutton pilots that real Hutton mugs are made from scrapped frameshift tribes. They are indeed the rarest of rare items and can only be acquired from Hutton. In the meantime, the Mug Revolt has gained momentum with outbreaks of space flu, mumps, itchy flight syndrome and indeed even man flu reported throughout the fleet. We are in a full outbreak situation and all Huttoneers are requested to bring medicines to Hutton space as soon as possible to quell the queasy truckers and mollify the mods malingerers. 
this outbreak is serious. If we don't get mugs out there fast, we could see suffering on a scale not witnessed since the last time the galaxy ran out of salt. Good luck, Hutton, and don't forget, if you've got space Meldrew, we have, sorry, Mildrew in your mug, you might want to get it seen to before it spreads. After the serious, serious war of the last week, Hutton are delighted to announce that a peaceful election will be starting soon in the little system of Ross 671. Over the last few months, Hutton has been begun to take control of the simulation, bringing systems that kept throwing us into war under Alvin's benevolent and oh-so-fluffy dominion and preventing further outbreaks of war. The election is expected to only be a brief one, much to the relief of the tired truckers, who wants nothing more than a little rest. But the Major in General himself has exhorted the troops that he doesn't want just want to win. He wants us to achieve a landslide of epic precautions. With his aid, Old Man Riverboat, Major General Noctivagus has been on the pre-campaign campaign trail already, stuffing leaflets through doors, kissing babies, promising investment in public services, and, of course, pinning badges and dog tags on anyone that shouts for the mug at him. We look forward to having one more system for the truckers to park their asps and drop their loads in the near future. There was outrage this week as following on from the reign of skimmers claiming the ships of many an itinerant horizon viewing pilot, a scandal has erupted among the police forces of the galaxy. A corrupt minority have taken to engage in pilots now referred to as Scram Scam. Scram being a shortened version of Scan and Ram. Suspected incoming ships of illicit activities, cops have been ramming their mighty vipers into incoming ships, detonating and then laughing as the hapless commanders are rendered into space dust by station guns. We understand that they've taken out expensive insurance policies on their own ships, and this latest form of crash for cash has been made at many an impoverished copper wealthier than a noob taking it to the rear for money, shinier than a softest gold farmer, and as least as rich as a Robigo runner in solo. Investigations are ongoing, but this is a reminder to all pilots. Only a fool breaks the 100 meters per second rule. Keep off the speed, and you won't feel the short nose of the law poking into your cockpit. Alvin has announced this week that he wants his own Thargoid, and he is willing to part with mugs for the privilege. He is calling on any commanders with the wherewithal to assemble as many broken bits of alien technologies they can find, bring them to Hutton and assemble him his very own Thargoid pet to chase. These include alien probes, Thargoid hearts, Thargoid components and data, carapaces, Thargoid dodgy looking fluids and icky sticky bits and of course plenty of gaffer tape and squeezy sealant. He also wants a squeaker for the middle so he can have fun when he catches it. He is offering one Hutton mug to the first commander to bring him, um, and not sell at the station, but bring him somewhere in space nearby, all the necessary items out to Hutton and putting them together in such a way as they at least smell like a genuine Thargoid. With Aegis launching the latest anti-Thargoid defense electromagnetic pulses and Professor Palin's protective racks, we're hoping that someone manages to get all the way to Hutton without needing a repair limpet or three. Good luck, commanders winning those mugs, or that mug, because you're going to need it. Finally this evening, the Pilots' Federation are insisting that starting after the new year, all pilots will be required to undergo a sight test before heading out into the black. 
They have investigated reports of beige everywhere and rocks making strange patterns and have concluded that due to the advancing age of the pilots in the Federation, they may well all need laser eye surgery before heading planetside to avoid the usual pitfalls of, well, pitfalls. Cliff edges, crevices, cracks, craters and big-ass boulders turning their SRVs into big piles of scrap. No news yet on whether they're going to be using beams, pulses or even good old-fashioned burst lasers to fix everyone's eyesight. But we do know that they had better be going gimbaled as no one wants a cop to a shot in the face from a doctor. They have also assured us that the ice will look nice, the rocks will rock, the fog will look foggier, and the mist more mysterious once the eye corrections have been applied. In the meantime, they've released a funky range of very expensive zero-credit glasses to make everyone feel just a little better, or maybe intellectual, or possibly just pose on the beach whilst eyeing up the latest offerings from Lacon. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the news. Do not adjust your eyes, nor your channel, as we'll be back for more. But... And after that little tune there, we need to get in the mood. So, to get us in the mood this week, after all the partying of last week with the weddings, we've got a little bit of a mellow tune to start us off um, and get us in the mood. What a tune! Oh, it's a goodie. Classic. You know, I grew up with that tune, my grandma playing that back at home. Bit of Glenn Miller. You can't beat it. Mm. Anyway, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Hutton Orbital Radio Live. We're joined in the studio by some of the usual crew and some extra crew as well. We have here Goose4291. Good evening, sir. Good evening, dude. How's it going? <laughs> Not bad. Better now that we've found you after wandering yes. around Hampshire for the last hour and a half trying to find the radio studio. Also, I should say the beluga. Yes. But yeah, you got a bit lost. You got a bit wet. He's drying out in the corner here. It's a bit steamy in the studio this evening. It's a bit depressing. All my salt's falling off me into your room. <laughs> no, it's washing away. Is a saltless goose. And of course, we have the radio producer for the evening, Mr. Evenstar. Good evening, Squire. Good evening. Yes, the oh, radio producer yeah. can't find his buttons tonight. Oh, dear. It all went so well last week. <laughs> it's a common problem, but um, <sighs> anyway, somebody who could always find her buttons. Uh, Flossie, good evening. Good evening. And how are you this week? I am very well, thank you. You been up to anything fun? Um, been doing the uh, CGs, the rare good CGs. Oh, the rare, the rare goods or the, the Aegis, the, the Aegis the, one or the other the rare, one? The rare goods, yeah. Ah, right, okay. Was it the Pantar Prayer Sticks one? What, was sorry? that last week or was it the Pantar Prayer Sticks or was that last week or this week? Um, um, um Pantar, this week, this... Oh, right. Yeah, we just So you've been ask. in George's pants this week or you've been elsewhere looking for rare things? Yes, I was in George's pants last night, being, oh, right. being, being loaded up by other, other commanders. <laughs> You were teabagging in George's pants. We certainly were, yes. Yay! And and did Robbie Wrongway join you? Yes, he did. Yes, uh, he was uh, in at one point as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're not we're not going to spoil the surprise by finding out where these uh, CGs finish because we're going to have your bit later on. And of course, we're joined by Buttonnecker's agent himself, Eric Marquet. Good evening, Squire. Good evening. How are y'all doing? Ah, it's been one of those days. You can probably tell by the uh, 
occasional fluff ups during the script there as to who's going Sh- first. Surely not. What kind of day we've had? This is just oh, rustic. Well, I was on a I was on a client phone call. I just got back, so I don't know that you made any mistakes. I thought that this was yet another perfect radio show that we always do. That's well, the one. At, at last week we may have sort of hit a pretty high standard. This week, um, yeah, we've gone back to you know Tech Monkey and Psycho Cow Special, um, <laughs> and managed to trip over everything. But I have to say, my co-presenter here in the studio with me, sat just to my right at the moment, um, Goose four two nine one, Space Meldrew himself, managed not to fluff up his tongue twisters, nor the sentence afterwards, which is normally normally the way we do it. Although my Google Maps reading means something to be desired. Yes, he actually managed to get to my front door and then forgot what number house we were in, so walked to the local college to use somebody's phone to phone me, because his phone was dead, to get here. So, yeah, what was a 25-minute walk turned into an hour and a half in torrential rain? 25, what? The the local pub was only a 10-minute walk for us. Uh, what was it? I was there two years ago. Or a year and a half. Yeah, well, it, it's only a 15-minute from walk from, from me to where Goose was um, earlier in the week for the pub, but somehow it turned into an hour and a half of torrential rain goose torture. Well, there was and, a whole bit where I was knocking on everybody's door saying, is are you Dave Pearson? Can I come in, please? And <laughs> and, and causing lots of issues, but uh, beyond that... No. Yeah, so so confirmation here that Goose4291 is a griefer in public as well as he is in-game. <laughs> Lies, heresy. Lies and heresy, yes. I still want to hear the story, the whole story about the pub uh, tossing y'all out on your keisters. Well, we may we may have overstayed our welcome. But the landlady was wonderful. Actually, the landlady at the pub earlier in the week chose our first tune this evening because um, the entire pub was just filled with tunes from back in the day, some war era tunes and all sorts, um, during our drinking session earlier in the week. Um, while we were playing really bad game of pool and both of us losing badly against each other. And, um, yeah, she was just playing all these kind of tunes. And I thought, I'll tell you what, I'm going to nick that for the show this week. So, yeah, she got us in the mood. But I think at the end of the evening, her and the bar staff wanted us out of the place, particularly after all the sweariness from both of us. And the bar, it was about 20 minutes past closing. <laughs> oh, okay, well... And that, I was trying to warden her around at the time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that I understand. Anyway, so we'll, we'll go back back into Hutton, back into the Beluga and whatever else. So Flossie's been doing community goals. Mr. Evenstar, sir, have you mm. been helping Hutton? I haven't, no. No, I, I've been, been upgrading the, the Hutton dog tag diddly doodah doer. Um, oh, what did you do to the diddly doodah doodah oh, for hot It's got uh, cameras hot-tags. and it's got lights and everything. And there'll be less squatting down and, and less painful thighs and more dog tags. It'll yeah, be- I mean, you, you during Frontier Expo, you were bent over the entire time uh, taking one for the team and um, producing hot hot yeah, tags. It wasn't quite as much fun as that sounds, but um, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yes, I- it never is when you're bent over. Well, you know, on occasion, if you do it right, you know. <laughs> right okay we're gonna leave that one in that room over there in the building that's the kind of green room chat that we don't do that well maybe we do do down here um but yeah so you've upgraded with cameras so that you don't have to monitor it for go on t- tell us the techie bit about why because oh, I'm lazy and don't want to squat down in front and look at the, all the registration marks so I've, I've got a little tiddly tiny camera attached to it so it can, can pop up on my screen and I can be extra lazy so, so you've yeah. basically got a um, a hollow me equivalent of a projection for you of how things would look if they looked awesome. Yeah, I, t- I took my cue from Frontier. They upgraded our, our debug camera, so I thought, I'm going to have one of those and stuck one on there. So, soldering well, irons and glue guns and, you know, geekiness. 
and we understand that having done that you're now going to test it out with six sets of dog tags we have six sets of dog tags with a custom now, did design we you, by the way before we promised these we did we did okay, which is it's just a novel experience i like it <laughs> But uh, yes, yes. Mr. Mr. Goose, Mr. Goose, do you have any Hutton dog tags yet? Uh, niggers. I've just got a couple of the old patches from back in the day. You've not earned a dog tag. You've not even earned. Now, how are you aligned these days? Are you, I mean, are you a dirty federal or are you a shiny imperial or are you well, just? Last week, I was really enjoying shutting down a community goal by putting. It oh, Flossie! Oh. Can I tell you what, if she could reach you across this desk? <laughs> Um, okay, well, we have to we have to come up with something suitable for Mr. Goose as as a uh, he sits under bridges and he jumps out at Billy Goats for us and we love him for it but <clears throat> we need to get him a special you know trollish kind of dog tag. I think that could be arranged. It's the sort of thing that, that <laughs> yeah. radio presenters I mean, as need. Joined us on the radio this evening. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, obviously, yeah. he did not. Oh, I've said it. I, I said it. Radio. Sorry. Yeah. Far, far away. No, I've said the I've said the A word. I promised myself I wouldn't do it today, but I've done it already. Oh, oh absolutely! That, that one, that one there. So, oh. Yeah. Do, by the way, if you listen back to the show from last week, I counted nine. Oh dear, that's terrible. At least I didn't get I double figures. Part of the, I thought it was part of the drinking game. You say that, and we all have to uh, take a swig. Oh well, in that case, yeah, yeah usage could be um, increased. Yeah, well, I, it I, is I, I actually. It is National Gin and Tonic Day, and I think it might might be Galactic Gin and Tonic Day today. So you know, just 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 so. once, I'm not sitting here broadcasting with a gin and tonic in my hand. I've got a decent ale. What is decent ale? What do we have? Black sheep. Oh, a black sheep, especially for goose. What a surprise! <laughs> well, you can't go wrong with that. I, I have a, a a hobgoblin here, so that that'll do me. Go on then, for for the benefit of the listeners, Flossie. Do you have a beverage in your hands as well? I've got a glass of water at the moment. Oh, <laughs> she's just not Let trying, is she? Down. No. We, we think the, uh, the bright blue Centauri Mega Gin from uh, Elite Meat, what was it, two years ago? Oh, yes. Uh, well, two of them, one didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the, the, the Glasgow on one. 15, it? The one where Commander Fletch's pee turned green. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with me, definitely not. And, and of course, for, for uh, Mr. Marquet up there, um, it's sort of somewhere middle of the afternoon at the moment. I am drinking a Code Red Mountain Dew. <laughs> no. <laughs> Which actually I haven't had in probably nine months or so, so I'm being really good. I drink a lot of lemonade and uh, water because that's what the kidney likes. Kidneys. Oh, fair enough. You've got to detox for a while mm -hmm. to make up for coming to visit the UK every couple of years. No, that's, that's my uh, my weekly margarita runs where I get totally soused at the local Mexican restaurant. Oh, you haven't persuaded them to make a bucket of uh, buck naked iced tea? Uh, no. No, I do that myself very well. Thank you. <laughs> well, Cecil has a good recipe for that one. Hey, anyway, 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 so um, we're all having good fun this week, and we're missing Cow, and we're missing the Tech Monkey because they're off celebrating something very special. Mm. Very special. I have a because... shotgun if you want to hit him. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, oh, okay. uh, see, we had, the, we had the wedding last week, and we had uh, Megalodon69, and uh, his good lady got married over the weekend. The Both of them looked absolutely stunning. We've got some pictures. We've not published them because we don't have his permission yet. I think he's off on his honeymoon. Once we get his permission, we might publish a few pictures of their, uh, their wedding. Um, but this week... Cow is uh, Cow and Simuth are gaining a brother-in-law, I think. 
Well, that should give them some help around the house. Well, no, enormous help already. But um, yes, congratulations to uh, their sister who is getting married. I think, was it today or is it partying today and married at weekend? I don't know. I thought it was today. But, I think uh, it was today. I, I wasn't anyway, invited, sir. So he's he's yeah. gained a brother-in-law today. Yes. So, Gary, um, yeah, welcome, welcome, to the, welcome to the family. Welcome to the madhouse. And I'm sure you had a good, fun evening with everybody. And they're going to be cringing over this show later. So, yes, uh, congratulations to both of them. We're not playing wedding tunes this week because we did that last week, though. But we do have a tune this week. Well, do we have a tune this week? We do have a tune. We can- okay. <clears throat> we have a tune because the next bit's the hot pit bit, which is you. Have you got the hot pit bit from the Major General? Uh, I have got the bit from the Major General. Whether I can get my marbles together, we'll see. But no. I- we'll, just, we'll just check with Ghost Fortune 91 here. Um, do, uh, do you have... a? A clue at all about what's going on in Hutton Space? Space? <laughs> well, it's, it's a big blob somewhere near Sol. Isn't that belong? Doesn't that belong to the EDF? Oh, they I'm wish. sure I read that somewhere. They oh. wish. Anyway, well, just for the Hot Pit team and a narrowly avoided serious disaster, um, we've got something a little bit retro. Uh, we've got the serious, the 2017 edition from back in the day. And we're back. Oh, that's a tune. Oh, I love that tune. Oh, I mean, back back in the 1980s when it was serious, was fresh, and that was prog rock. But somebody's updated it. Yeah, a bit retro, a bit modern, a bit retro. But 2017 is still retro from now, isn't it? We're nearly done with 2017. Yeah. Having 3303. Almost finished. Almost finished. Yeah. Just tidying things up, you know, sweeping away the leaves, that sort of thing. We're just talking uh, while we were off air about that one. About um, I think that was on record breakers when I had the in studio attempts at record breaking. When they opened the corner, that tune was played. I think I'm sure somebody's going to correct me, but uh, hang on, so his mind wipe. The mind wipe's not there. He, oh, he is. He'd normally trip me up and tell me if I was right or wrong. But um, yeah, I think that was on record breakers with Roy Castle when they did the the live in studio stuff. There you go. Oh. 1980s special. And <clears throat> bantering away, I'm trying to give you some time to get your uh, hot pit bit ready. It's as ready as it's ever going to get. Okay, so the Major General has sent you the thing that does the stuff that does the numbers. He has. The Major General has been fantastic as ever. I am just my usual shambolic self. And have, have, you got the, have you got the music lined up? I've got the music. I've got my finger on the are button. You, are you going to nail the end of it like you normally do? Well, we'll give it a go. We'll give it a go. It's a... But in, in which case? In which case, let's go. Away. So here we go, your roundup of the weekly stats from the Hutton Orbital Truckers Political Information Team. So first tonight, the latest scores. At 12, down 15 at 43%, it's Wolf 359. At 11, down 9 at 43 at home in Alpha Centauri. At 10, up 22 at 45%, it's Ross 671. And at 9, down 8 at 48, it's Wolf 25. At 8, up 2 at 51%, it's Trepin. At 7, down 3 at 52, it's Wolf124. At 6, up 13 at 53, it's Wise0855 0714. And at 5, down 2 at 59%, it's PSPF LF2. At 4, up 10 at 59, it's LP245-10. At 3, up 10 at 70, it's LHS340. At 2, up 7 at 77%, it's Van Marnen's Star. And up 1 at 23, at 83%, it's George's Pants. And over in Colonia. At 5, up 1, at 2, it's Far Towery. 
at four, down four at EOL Prowl LWCA to eleven. At three, up one at seven is Pythias. And at two, down one at twelve, it's Amatsubushi. And at one, down sixteen at twenty-three, it's EOL Procol Centauri. And this What? Fort Mug at what? Fort Mug. Oh, you are Prickles of Dury 16? Pardon? At home? Are we, I mean, are we in danger what? of losing? I'm sorry, 23. Mug? 23. Oh, there okay. better be nobody near Fort Mug. Crikey. We've been slacking there. We've got Fort Mug mugs. Yeah. We need to start dishing out Fort Mug mugs for somebody to rescue Eel Procol Centauri. I think we're under attack there. Wasn't there something in the blurb about when they were doing the Colonia stuff that if you if actually get forced into a shoot, that's you out of there effectively? Oh, better not oh, be. I'm sure that's what they said to begin with. But right. We'll be having none there of that. There are Hutton mugs all round if we manage to, number one, save Hutton Orbital and somebody proves it, and number two, <clears throat> take over Doriso, which is the plan. I think nobody's working Fort Mug at the moment and we're in bad danger. That's no nope. good, is it? We can't be on any of that. Is, is, is the ship's cat escaped? Yes, the ship's cat has come in and is demanding food and to be let out and attention and, well, generally everything. Either that or she's got anyway, caught in well, cubicle three and complaining. Well, we're going to ask the ship's cat a very important question then. So, dear ship's cat, yes. what does it all mean? I haven't got a clue. I don't know. I just read the numbers. <laughs> no. Okay. Ow. We have, we have election coming up in Ross 671. Starts Fridays. When? Friday, Friday, so for four to five days, no pew-pew at that time, but until then, we still have a chance for six sets of dog tags and the Hutton mug, as described earlier and outlined in the background simulation thread, so if you want a chance to win a dog tag, or even, well, far more excitingly, a Hutton mug, get over and, um, and strap yourself in your ship and, and do as the Major General says, and collect evidence, screenshots, Hutton helper, all that kind of jazz, and you never know, you could be sipping your coffee slightly warmer than it is normally. So there are six Hutton dog tags and one Hutton mug available for people who help us win the election. But I think the yardstick was you've got to, we've got to win and hit 50% influence Absolutely. before we are allowed to hand out the mug. Yep, so we have to win the system. We have to get at least 50%, but that's looking pretty good because we're already up to, where is it? I saw it, 45% as of... Well, a few hours ago, so we've we've got a good chance of, of doing this. So okay, well, this is before the election. So um, in the election, we can't do pew pew. We can't do bounties. We can't do the Hutton cat. Excuse me, the Hutton cat standing on the keyboard now. Um, yeah. <clears throat> we, so we can't do any of that. But we can we can do as you said missions. We can do passenger stuff. Works really well. Passengers, great, yes. Um, Trade still works. Yes, and data. So, so all those are still good, but um, just no combat or bounty hunting from Friday. Right now, we've got a big, big problem building over at Fort Mug, judging by those stats, which means our influence has plummeted to an all-time low of twenty, goodness knows what percent. We could be drawn into wars to lose our systems. Now, we've got a batch of Hutton mugs available. Now, Goose, do you have a hot mug? I have one, yes. I do. You have a hot mug. Do you, ha do you have a hot mug? I mean, sorry, a hot uh, fort mug. Hot mug. Fort I do mug. not have a fort mug, hot mug. Now, are you in the bubble or are you out at Colonia? I am in the, well, close to the bubble. I'm sort of in that 
135 to 150 light years shell around. Okay. Where I so, could you be persuaded to go and um, <clears throat> assist the guys over at Colonia? Is that going to take up far too many weeks of your time? I don't know. Depends what the uh, depends what Her Majesty has me doing. I've, oh, got, right. I've got to I've got to learn how to blind fire into uh, people in skits next week. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is, but it sounds scary. Um. Anyway, the so yeah, anybody over at Colonia. Um, there are Fort Mug Mugs available. What we need you to be doing is doing the stuff to A, save Hutton, and B, take over Doriso. We want to be on 70% pretty darn quick time. So you're doing missions. Or, actually, what's, what's the state over there? State um, we have no state at the moment, but um, so we've got, we we got system specific state. Ah, no, hold on. War in Amatsubushi. So, oh, it's a, it's that place every single week. Okay, so war in Amatsubushi means we can only do pew pew to raise our influence. So, we need bounty hunting at Colonia. Yep, for Hutton, which we do in Il Procol Centauri. And then hand in at Il Poco Centauri lots. If not, we go to the Amatsubushi and do war for Hutton over there and then hand in the bonds at Il Poco Centauri at Fort Mug. Whatever you do, don't hand in data. And at the end of it, there's going to be an awful mess, which we need to clear up. Yep, we do have a boom and outbreak pending after this. So if we get the right, boom... So we, we are, we, we're going we're gonna to promise two of the Fort Mug mugs for any team over there that can prove that they saved us in Fort Mug. Oh, oh two Mug these, these have a little star, and these have a Hutton Orbital and the star, and they've got 22k light years and an arrow, and then a wonderful, wonderful silhouette of Fort Mug itself. I might have to send all the way out there for that. Exciting yep. There are two... But you need to be proving to the team that you are the Huttonist trucker out there in Colonia in order to earn the mug and save us, save our souls over somewhere near Jack's. Absolutely. And you know the easiest way to, to prove it is is the uh, Hutton helper, if you're on PC, that is. If you're on Xbox or PS4, well, screenshots, but um, Hutton helper. It's fantastic Screenshots to plague the team with, I did this! Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Goose, you've got something to... Uh, I was just going to say, um, just be careful what I said about the fact you might be able to, they might be able to force you out of that system, because if you remember, they said that power play would have a collapse mechanic in it, and then they didn't activate it and didn't tell anybody for six months it wasn't activated. Now, I imagine so. the... Imagine the salt. Oh, okay, hang on a second. We've got a new, uh, an important message. Uh, no, Colonia actually up-to-date figures. We're in, currently in outbreak, and there is no war in Amatsubushi. So the war in Amatsubushi is finished. We're currently in outbreak, which means Amatsubushi needs medicines. Um, Commander's Mind Wipe and Intarius Fusion, could you please tell us, uh, via signals and whiteboards from the other side of the green room, where do we buy medicines at Colonia? Um, they'll tell us soon. So, um... Recapping, back in the bubble, we've got an election, so we're doing missions, and in Colonia, dear God, panic, run around like your hair's on fire. That sounds about truckerish, doesn't it? Oh! No, Antaria oh. says war's over now, Matsubushi. Yes, Antaria, we, we got that. We got mind wiped, yes. So, yeah, back back <laughs> in the bubble, if we got some push for Kokiri and Barnard Star and 671, we can give those a, a bit of a shove as well. Now, what do you know about Ross 671? I mean, what what kind of system is it? I mean, we've we got an election there. Is is it a good one? I'll, I'll tell you in a minute. 
it's, it's i mean are, are we talking are we talking more rings and uh you know combat zones and or is it just another dull well i can tell yeah, you it's only 22 it's light years from some it's oh, big big old population um Federation, so it's a good place to get your um your, your Fed ranking up if you want to get one of those those nice ships with all the big guns. Don't do that once we take it over. If you're going to do that, do it. No, don't do it now. Actually, yeah. So we've got one, two, three, four, five orbital bases. We've got Akiyama Hub. Uh, we've got Heisenberg Orbital and its uncertainty. Um, Lebedev Dock, Thompson Terminal, and Watson Port. So um, Akiyama and Lebedev are orbitals, small stuff. Uh, as is Heisenberg, but Thompson and Watson are the big boys with large pads. We've then got Matheson, Napier, Phillips, and Verrazzano Port, which are planetary bases as well. Um, it's currently owned by Social Wars 671 for Equality. It is an industrial, guess what, it's a refinery. Again, mm. more refinery, more refinery emissions. Um, what bodies we have? We've got now a scoopable M-type star as the main star. We've got a high metal content world... Yeah, more high cut metal content, metal content. Yeah, it's basically high metal content world, so it's a mining mining system. Metal rich worlds. Scoopable stars. Yeah, it's quite nice. Yeah, we'll take it. Yeah, we'll have that. Okay, so Mindwipe says to us Retare Colonia Dream has got basic medicines. Please bring them to Hutton. There you go. Well, that's it. Doctor's orders. Doctor's orders, yeah. <clears throat> I'm not sure Mindwipe is qualified, but it'll do. Well, yeah, it's a question of what he's qualified in, isn't is it? Is he like the Dr. Nick Riviera of Elite Dangerous? <laughs> that's the one. How very perceptive of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's his catchphrase again? Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hi, everybody. It's me. Yes. Right. <clears throat> okay. Well, that's done for the, the hot pit bit. Um, next, we've got our, well, one of our favourite bits of the show. We've got our very own lovely Flossie. She is our very own highball stepper herself. It's Flossie. But first, we've got a little bit of mental instrumental from Jack White. Oh, crikey. Where are we in the show now? We're going uh, to Flossie. We're going to Flossie. I'm learning what systems I can put into lockdown this week. <laughs> Right, Flossie, Let's you give a stern talking Flossie. to to the goose before we go. Yeah, yeah you have stop a serious word. With them. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay, Flossie, um, you take it away, and uh, my co-presenter, you you can you can ask the important question afterwards. here with this week's community goals news this week we have two cgs a conflict in colonia the first one is uh, the colonia council 
Since it was for since it was founded in July 3302, the colonial community has become a bastion of peace, seen by many as an island of calm in a sea of inter-superpower conflict. But the region is not impervious to occasional outbreaks of violence, and as colonial population grows, such outbreaks look likely to become more frequent. The latest such incident involves the Nameless, a criminal faction based in the Carcosa system which has started attacking ships in Colonia. In an effort to restore order, the Colonia Council has issued a call to aid, pledging to reward pilots who help reduce the criminals' numbers. The Colonia Council has set out a week-long operation to achieve its aims, which will begin on the 19th of October 3303. To be eligible for rewards, you must sign up as an active participant before handing in combat bonds at Jack Station in the Colonia system. And the other half of the conflict is the Nameless. Recent reports from the Colonia system indicate that conflict has broken out between the Nameless and Colonia Council. The Nameless has issued a call for aid, appealing to independent combat pilots for support. Pilots who participate in the conflict will be generously rewarded. The Nameless has set out a week-long operation to achieve its aims, which will begin on the 19th of October. To, begin, to be eligible for rewards, you must sign up as an active participant before handing in combat bonds at Jack Station in the Colonia system. So that's two combat CGs in Colonia. That's it for this week. So it's all pew pew this week then. Certainly is, yes. Polish those guns. So, so the big question what did we get last week? How did we do? Um, well, of course, last week the um, the rare CG was somehow got into lockdown on the very first day. <laughs> Don't you which giggle. means Which means Don't somebody had advanced warning to put it into lockdown as early as it went. It's hey, Frontier has been stupid enough to put CGs oh. in low population systems without a corresponding bounty hunting CG. Someone's going to put it into lockdown. Yeah, he's, so, a, he's a bad man. If we ever yes. need an evil laugh, though, we, we are covered. That, that was a proper <laughs> well, evil laugh. Very much a, not appreciated. <laughs> anyway, I did end up in the top 10%, and we did reach tier 6. Ooh. Well, because not well, normally there are, there are two together, aren't there? There's a, there's a trading CG, and there's usually a, a back-to-back you know, bounty one. hunting the one. Often yeah. Often which, which, keeps everything, which keeps everything sort of you know, behaving itself and not locked down. But this time, they've been chucking the um, trading ones with no bounty corresponding ones. So anybody doing bad stuff is yeah, got free reign. Fair play to the people <laughs> who actually um, went out there and did some bounty hunting to clear it. Though, admittedly, it took them three days, but at least they did that. Well, it does. It, it's a one day, one one day pending, three day. Yeah three-day lockdown isn't it so it's um you get a four-day hole in the middle of a cg which means everybody has to start trucking really hard at the end of it but yeah it's just a fair play you said tier six yeah so yeah, tier, tier six, six even with a, a three-day mm. shutdown that's pretty that's pretty yeah, done most good. of it was done in the last few days since the lockdown ended yeah yeah i was just surprised that Aegis one didn't get thrown into lockdown at the same time, to be honest with you. Well, I mean, those ones, as long as they reach tier one, isn't it? You, you get your free yeah. stuff. Now, there was, yeah. there was much salt this week over the fact that there's no 
Aegis CG this week, is there? There's no new one. Well, that's the end of the storyline, isn't it, now? I think they were fed up, was it, last week? <laughs> Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Eric, Eric, Eric. We heard that your friend, Mr. Buttonaker from Lake on Spaceways... Yes. ...was looking forward to possibly something new and shiny in his shed. Um, sorry, we signed a, you know, do not say anything on pain of removing body parts. Okay, so there, there are definitely no Type 10s coming from Aegis, so maybe the Type really 10 that we've heard about is not an Aegis. Type 10 is. Everyone right. says 10, but I mean, really, it's a Type 9, the Space Cow. That is the ultimate weapon. For trading purposes. <laughs> for, for trading, yes. For anti and, for, and for just steamrolling your, your you know, cockpit right into WMT something, you know. Of mass trading. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, we're going to hear a little bit from um, Buck Naked himself in a little bit. But um, I, we heard that Commander Wotherspoon was interdicted en route to the studio this evening. Yes, he. Yes, Goose isn't the only one who had a little trouble getting here. It, um, it was touch and go for a while, but um, no, here no, he is. Do, do we do we have a water spoon? We do have a water spoon. Okay. So. Well, it's been. A bit, I mean, the last tune was a bit eccentric, and the previous one was a bit, yeah, <clears throat> um, retro. But this time we need to slow down a little bit, and we invite everyone to take five because you know. Commander Wotherspoon's bit is, every single week, about five minutes long. So we're going to invite you to take five with Dave Brubeck before listening to Wotherspoon for another five as he reads the Galnet news so you don't have to bother. Galnet News Digest, 19th of October, 3303. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Aegis runs out of ideas. Wendy implicated in galactic shenanigans. The Colonia missing. Aegis runs out of ideas. After delivering a rapid succession of new weapons to fight Thargoids over the past four weeks, the Aegis Initiative seems to have ground to a halt. The first week saw delivery of anti-Thargoid missiles and a Xenoscanner. Next we had a multi-cannon with Guardian-tipped weapons, and the following week a remote-release flak launcher, once again firing small-caliber rounds, and like the multi-cannon, specially designed to do maximum damage to Thargoid vessels. This week we have the snappily titled Shutdown Field Neutralizer, which neutralizes the Thargoid Shutdown Field, as the name somewhat implies. And this week? Nothing. No more hauling Thargoid biological samples on behalf of a random engineer. The mission board is empty. It's time to pick up your reward, get in your adder, get yourself out at a surface military base and go and kick some Thargoid ass. Wendy implicated in galactic shenanigans. An anarchist and secret agent known just as Wendy 
is reported to be engaged in spreading dissent and disruption throughout the galaxy. The agent of questionable gender is believed to be behind the plot to distribute anti-Thargoid weaponry in the hope of inciting interspecies violence in the Pleiades. It is now reported that, acting together with an insider whose identity is unknown, but who is believed to be an electronic engineer, Agent Wendy has engineered a dramatic expansion for the nameless anarchists in Colonia. That's what they're called, the nameless. They're probably based in the station with no name, with notices on the walls with motivational messages such as, you don't have to fly randomly around in conflict zones waiting to be attacked by commanders with superior ships and weaponry to work here, but it helps. The Nameless has mysteriously expanded into three new systems in one day, just as they were on the edge of annihilation by the Explorer's Nation. There are credible rumours that this was engineered by Agent Wendy in order to spark conflict and bring the smell of napalm to the happy clappy unicorn huggers of Colonia. It cannot possibly be a coincidence that the Colonia Council has been goaded into declaring open war against the Nameless on the same day as a miraculous three-system expansion. The Colonia Missing The expansion initiatives that began with such optimism at the end of 3302 have petered out in confusion. A number of factions who qualified to emigrate to Colonia as part of the 6th initiative are reported to have set off for the distant colony, but have still not arrived. The missing include Infinity's End Deep Space Company, the Illuminates of Thanateros, the Astronomical Explorers, the Blood Brothers, XBB, the Sovereign Colonial Defence Initiative, and the Akihabara Knights. They were all last seen heading off towards the centre of the galaxy in megaships. In what is seen as worrying news for the colonists, it's reported that Jay Britton and Amelia Tyler have been hired to record their logbook entries. However, there is hope. A small but enthusiastic inhabitant of Middle-earth is reported to be attempting to contact the missing of Colonia, and it may yet be that the final wagon train of colonists will eventually arrive only to find their earmarked systems have been taken over by the Nameless. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. There we go. That's the Galnet News. Well, this week we heard the Buck's Asp has been working for the old man this week, so, Mr. Naked, this one's for you. All 16 tons of it. Oh, so, Lordy. <laughs> do you owe your soul? I owe my soul to Miss Lale's heart. <laughs> Needs a little more work on it. Liquor, man. <laughs> you know it. She's a hard woman. That's all right. Hard women always are just soft in all the right places. 
Yeah, but naked. <sighs> How are you doing, man? Not too bad. Not too bad at all. Helped a friend. And you of mine, have the uh, latest from Hutton's oh, top trucker. I sure do. Are you ready Let's... to take it away? <laughs> Sounds like Jimmy the Mug's back. Lord, I gotta yeah, teach you some. <laughs> yes, I'm ready to take it away if it shuts him up. <laughs> Please take him away. <laughs> All right, I'm going away now. <laughs> well, howdy there, truckers. This is old Buck Naked, spokesman for Lacon Spaceways. Back again for this week's Hut and Top Trucker. How do we keep up with your shenanigans while you tootle around in the Milky Way? Why, we install this little piece of software called the Hutton Helper in your spaceship. If you ain't already got it installed, you can install it yourself, relatively pain-free, by going to the website hot.forthemug.com. Almost as pain-free as letting Commander Evenstar punch all the buttons at the radio station. So let's get on to our top truckers from last week. Yeehaw! From the explorers, jumping like them horny rabbits out in the field, Commander Klopster kicked Commander Corsi's record, which had kicked Commander Mindwipe's record, out of the entire universe with over 79,000 light years jumped. Now, to put that into perspective, Corsi could only manage 41,000, while Mindwipe's was an underwhelming 24,000. Oh, the shame. Commander Terran, 4295, rests his trinker finger a bit, but he still retains the lead on bounty hunting with 20.6 million credits earned and accounted for. Rumor has it he was spawned from an unholy union between Chuck Norris and Steven Seagal. Our top mission trucker this week is Commander I'm Pedro, leading the way with an astounding 1,191 missions completed. Miss Lale has been grinning ear to ear this week with all the love our commanders has been showing her. And for the silly truckers who think that trucking is all about carrying cargo, this week's winner is Commander Zorlak with a tad over 16,500 tons of cargo hauled. You want to hear your name on this here radio station? Make sure you got the Hutton Helper installed. Pick it up on the web at Hot dot for the mug dot com and get to trucking hutton top trucker brought to you by lacon spaceways the only ships in the galaxy with a thargoid proof escape pod and we'll be soon expanding our line just like doc's waistline keeps expanding after eating miss melba's apple pies yeehaw <laughs> how, how many light years sorry give me that number again how many light years uh, that was the number of jumps. Number of jumps, number of light years. Oh, I pushed the wrong button. Jumps. <laughs> hey. It was, did you say 72,000? Oh, yes. That's right. 72,000. 72, oh, 79. 79,000. 79,000. And that's in, in one week. That's in one week. Commander Klopster. That's Klopster. That's course significant distance. Over the head. That's a lot of loading screens. <laughs> that is that's <laughs> a lot of loading screens. I, I I have no idea how many stars that is. I mean, if he's going for the full 50 a jump, somebody divide that number by 50 and tell me what 
that comes up with because that's a that's a it's long way. Best part of sixteen hundred, isn't it? Wow, one thousand five hundred and eighty jumps at fifty each. That's just that being optimistic. You know, well. looking at the stats from this week, I mean that that was last week's stats up to. When do you take your um your time slice on that one, uh, Mister Naked? That's a Sunday time slice. Yes, Sunday right. Sunday. Yep. So so far this week, we have a new leader at the moment, though. The top two commanders, if you add their stats together, have already done fifty-four thousand light years between them. We're not going to say who they are. Or how much each one of them has. It's it's a gnat's left um, thingy between the two of them. But yes, between them, they've got 54,000 light years between them. There's some big data coming to happen. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, uh, did, and, did you uh, get, oh, sorry, Mr. Naked, did you get the passenger transport, mm -hmm. the uh, holo hooba, hala hula hooba transport numbers? Tra uh, passenger transport? I have not seen passenger transports in here. Okay, well, last year, Commander I'm Pedro, who was in your list as well, managed 2,964 passengers. Yes, okay, yeah, I'm seeing that now. And then, of course, we got to look at um, a good old Weatherspoon. Yeah, I take Did you see how many exploration credits he cashed in this past week? 138 million credits. Mm -hmm. That's 13 Hutton systems saved from certain doom in the bubble. I mean, Boomy Fitzdaisy was nowhere near, was he? It was 91 million. That's nothing. 138 million by the Wotherspoon. But yes, the Hutton Helper gives us all the stats. Did all you know the stats, that Blackie, Bla Blackie 999 scanned 451 different objects out there? I see That's that. That's a lot of honking. <laughs> There's nothing like big that's data, a, is there? That's <laughs> a, <laughs> honk. Anyway, thank you very much, Mr. Naked. And are you going to be joining us again, Mr. Naked, or are you going to be deep in tax season and um, rescuing, rescuing yourself from the dreaded tax man? I am free for the next few months to screw off as much as I want. So, I have a feeling I might be taking that long trip out to Fort Mug because the furthest I ever I ever flown was only about nine thousand light years. Right, so, so enough to get your engineer access, but not enough to get anywhere sensible. Oh, that went that went well past the engineer access. I was looking for the Formidine Rift. Well, you see, by the time you get back, if you do that, by the time you get back, there might be some new Lacon ships for you to wax lyrical about. Yeah. What do I want to I ask? have no idea what you're talking about, new Lake <laughs> no. no, definitely it's all rumor. It's all rumor. All anyway, rumor. Right. It's it's that time of the show where we start um charging down to the green room. Now we've got a bit of a problem this week because we lost the green room feed. The speakers went missing because the tech monkey took them with him to the wedding. So the green room are running about 20, 20 to thirty seconds behind us, which means they're gonna get an awful shock in a minute. Maybe. So we got we got a great tune for them, which is a remix of a great tune. Uh, Roy Budd and the original Get Carter, especially to get the guys ready for us charging downstairs. So we're going to uh, play this and then run downstairs. Gentlemen, we are down in the green room, having cut you off unceremoniously in the middle of that tune. Hello, boys and girls. Hello. 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 Hello.
Yeah, I'm sorry we, we had to cut that one off because we normally have the green room feed, but um, yeah, the tech monkey took the speakers with him, so you're on a, a live radio feed, which bounces up to Alpha Centauri and then back again, which puts you about 30 seconds behind us, and we didn't want dead space on the radio. But that remix of the Roy Budd tune is... Ah, I love that tune. That's a good tune. It was a good chilling tune, that. Yeah, we've been a bit mellow this week. We've been um, instrumental, and we haven't had much singing going on the you know, the show. But um, we're down in the green room now with lots and lots of voices to make up for it. Um, so, climbing down from the top of the show, at the very top of the list here, we have Interius Fusion. Good evening. Bonsoir, bonsoir, ça va? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Not too bad. And how's the new system holding up? Are you is is it holding its own? And uh, oh, it's brilliant, absolutely fantastic. Good stuff. And you've been back in space now, or just doing the hut and helper bit? Yeah, I'm doing hut and helper development, but I am out in space helping uh, Ross, Ross six seven one to uh, win the election. I fancy a pair of them dog tags. Well, we've got what is it? Six pairs of dog tags for the top people, and one random mug for or anybody that contributes. Have you? Uh, you've got a mug though, haven't you? No, sir. Don't, uh, don't have don't a mug have a yet. Mug. Still hoping to earn one. You haven't nope. got a radio mug, you haven't got a Fort Mug mug, and you haven't got a Hut mug. No, sir. No, none of those. Well, you get your name down, you may well be earning one. Sweet. Well, <clears throat> and then charging on down. See, we, we dragged Commander Mindwider up to the studio earlier, except that he was um, busy with other things and couldn't speak to us, so we had to chuck him back in the green room. But hello, Mindwipe. How you doing, mate? Yeah, that is epic work on the video there. Thank you. I, I have taken a bit of a look. I've not watched the whole thing through, but Commander Mindwipe has been in his retro vault putting the polishing touches to some ancient video footage that doesn't exist in high definition and converting it to high definition for us. And, yeah, enjoying it, and I'm going to enjoy it with uh, Mini-Me as well over the next week. It's <laughs> uh, a labour of love. I'm glad you enjoyed it, enjoyed it yeah, so and far. We need the retro vault back. I know, I know. We need some of the music from back in the day. Computer I know, games. I'm working yeah. on it. Hashtag for the vault. Hashtag for the vault, for the mug, for the vault. <laughs> it's you're gonna watch, it is coming back, yeah. You're going to watch your inbox for the next two days, aren't you? Yes, I'm quite curious about that. I'm sitting, oh, sitting, this, sitting this, at the doorstep this, every day going, what the hell's he sent me? You know, this, is, this is special. Unfortunately, this is going to probably need a signature on it as well. Ah, right. Mainly because if, if it doesn't get to Commander Mindwipe, they're going to take it back again. <laughs> is, is that why Cubicle 3 is suspiciously clean at the moment? What? It's been Mindwiped clean? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not a shipment of no. bio-waste or anything, is it? You never have to escape from that thing. No, honestly, I would not send a shipment of bio-waste out to Mindwipe. That'd be a... Yeah. I'd <laughs> probably get arrested for that one. It? That's the kind of thing Goose would do. Uh, that's Why the are you blaming me for all your choices? You said to me to come here, drop my trousers, so you can send oh, some mail, and this is what you, this is how yeah. you repay me. Yeah, he's just UA bombed. He's UA bombed the studio next to me A2, as well. A two, Dave. A two. Yes. A two, Brute. Um, anyway, well, my, well, we look forward to, I mean, by Christmas, we hope, uh, or, or maybe join us for the Christmas episode this year, because we don't have any Vikings this year. We need a Christmas episode in a month and a half or so. I'll see what I can put together. I'm actually working on a few other things at the moment, but I might be able to put something up for Christmas at least. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see what we can do. A, a Christmas special, even if it's a one-off special from the Retro Vault, if you yeah. found it somewhere near Colonia. By the way, Colonia's in a bit of a mess. It's an absolute shambles at the moment. <laughs> Amatsubushi we, 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 again. Uh, Amatsubushi again. We had an eight 
day war. We actually yep. shoo-ined it in about a day and a half, but it dragged on for eight days, and we took a massive knock on the head for it. Yep. And then, we we, were, uh, then immediately followed by a bloody outbreak. So we're so really are in, we are we in danger? Are we in second or first we place are in, in home? We are actually in danger of losing Fort Monk. We really need to step up. Okay, so when did the war finish? It finished earlier on uh, this afternoon. Right, so we've got 24 hours to be on top dog or we get a war to lose our system. Actually, pending at the moment, we are in a pending boom state after the outbreak. So by lunchtime tomorrow, if we're not in first place, we're going to have to fight for Fort Mug. We possibly. are indeed. Oh, we need commanders out there at Colonia. Quick, uh, scramble uh, those systems. We, we, might, we might need combat commanders. I would recommend anybody with any uh, exploration data get it submitted. Yeah, you've got till tomorrow lunchtime. And that's lunchtime UK time as well. Yeah, we are in a bit of a dire straits at the moment. Now, our, our one-man exploration data spreadsheet legend, Commander Zorlak, is hiding behind a hidden microphone. But oh, he might have switched it on. Hello, Zorlak. I'm, uh, I'm turning the microphone off between talking because the 3D printer's on in the background and I don't want you to hear what sounds like a hoover all the time. No, that's normal for us. And don't worry about it, it's no worse than what Psycho Cow usually actually spouts out. It sounds like a hoover anyway. I, I, I meant to ask Commander Zorlai, have you done the, um, the spreadsheet bubble thing around Colonia as well or are there too many systems and your spreadsheets just aren't big enough? They're both, they're both there. Um, the one in Colonia is, takes a lot less time. Um, doesn't mean the stuff there's less stuff to find it's just that less stuff has been found um around the bubble you get at about a thousand two thousand light years out and it starts to thin out a little bit and you start to and it's that you can put your name on outside colonia you go 300 light years and you'll find entire systems that are oh he's gone Nope, that's fine. He's he's found an entire system that's been redacted. I think Inra's got him. <laughs> You've not found any Inra bases hiding out there at Colonia, though. I don't. I don't go. No, I just do the data and throw it up for other brave people to go and find it. Yeah. And are you in the Thank running you. for one of these these mugs and dog tags? Um, no, no. I'm I'm good actually. Uh, it'd be quite nice to have a mug, but I don't drink tea or coffee, and I generally don't drink alcohol unless I'm at Lavecon, where I have two pints and I'm face down on the table. Put water in it, though. <laughs> or just just put it in a, a cabinet like Frontier do, smashed over a code mug and look at it and laugh. <laughs> yeah, I bought this mug, corner. but I don't drink anything. I, I still like the hat. I still like the hat idea. I'll, I'll have to. If I do get a mug, I'll have to wear it as a hat. Yeah. I only drink the blood of my enemies. I might not picture right, okay. Zorlak putting it as a planter in his garden. Now, <laughs> we, we have our resident physicist here as well, Eros Maidling, who has published some astonishing scientific data today oh, on shit. luminosity. Yeah, I'm trying to put together a, uh, like a bit of a science-y thing about um, different stars, what, what they are. And I have uh, a database of actual stars, and I wanted to compare it to what's in game i just can't pull the data from various databases in a good good way <laughs> right but i mean you you the graph i saw had um what was it temperatures luminosities i can't remember what, what did you the one you published already just oh, showed yeah, a, a it's, diagonal um, stripe it'd be, uh, yeah so it's <laughs> color color index which is b minus v um right. and that's basically related to temperature 
You might want to uh, try talking to that guy who found that first Inra base. He's really good at pulling stuff from databases, I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, maybe. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> yes. Is his name Harvey Weinstein? <laughs> no, he, he he tries to pull other things and gets into awful legal <laughs> trouble and, and offends people dreadfully. <laughs> bad, bad man. Everybody frowned at Harvey Weinstein. Um, right, and, and the fuck-ups here. Have you fucked up this week, fuck-up? No, he's not here. The fuck-up's gone missing. This is a total fuck-up on the radio show. But Pedro, and I heard your name mentioned during the Top Trucker. Yeah, me and Would my ship Irwin has done some passenger missions this week, and the mission board is me donating about 300 million credits, so just I could get the Corvette. So that that was that was all for the Federals. I mean, how many of those missions were for Hutton Space, really, of the 1,191 missions you completed? I would say 100. Four. 100 no. Oh. No. <laughs> that's a lie. Around, I think, 100, a little bit more than that. Okay. So what would it take for you to get 1,191 missions for Hutton? A mug. Well, it's 300 million <laughs> mug. Okay. Oh, you're twisting my arm there. Yeah. Um, and then Lenin. Hello, oh. Lenin. Thank you very much for sorting the green room feed this evening. We had a bit of a panic earlier, but um, Radio Lenin is now parked in the live room while we're down here. Oh, very welcome. Yeah. And um, so the first Hutton Orbital Radio mug will be wending its way to you. The white mugs, Yay. especially. Yeah, send us, send us a message, because those ones are only for people who help us with the radio station and, and content as well. And you won the first one! Woohoo! Oh, no, Fark Up! Fark Up's back! Apparently, the Fark Up unfarked the Fark Up, and his mic switch has rebound itself to the unbound switch. You're going to be milking that all week, aren't you? Oh, it was a bit of a Fark Up. Just double-checking. Are you there? No, he's farked it up again. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> Massey, Massey, we've we've got we've got a pizza meet coming up in your neck of the woods. Yes, and I will be attending. Right? Do we do we have a date yet? The I want to say the twelfth or thirteenth. Thirteenth, if I recall. Of, of which month? Uh, November. November. Oh right, okay, fair enough. Twelfth or thirteenth of the month, and how do we 13th? find out where and when it's going to be if we wanted to do it officially? Uh, well, I think it's just on private messaging at the moment. I was thinking about this the other day that we should put an event up. That's a good plan. Yeah, we we, we, we should do once we've finalised it. But um, and we're going to be having pizza at. Is it the usual place? Is it with the top tosser himself? I th well, I think um, Old Man Riverboat is organising that again, is he? Yeah. Apparently, we're going to be making Hutton orbital shaped toppings on pizzas this time. <laughs> That'd be good. Out, out of a, out of pepperoni and anchovies and stuff yeah and Odie now Odie tell us you're safe I mean you're here so you must be safe yeah and is, is everything around you calming down a bit or is it all still a little bit uh, bit layery everything's pretty much calm there's been a lot less of the people on the other side of the town from the fire going is it near me that's been pretty much stopping so it's back to normal but they've got control over the fires over in your neck of the woods. Uh, yeah, the fires are like over 50% contained everywhere. In the yeah, area fantastic, fantastic. Well, we're glad you're safe anyway. And um, Well, I'm not going to ask you for any puns this week, but um, yeah, just glad you're safe, mate. 
Yeah, I actually do have a pun this week. Oh, go on then. It had to be, didn't it? When the one week hey. we thought you'd have an excuse for no puns. You've got a pun. Go on, take it away. So what do the cars say to its we uh, tires? I have no idea. What did the car say to its tires? Thanks for keeping it wheel. Ah, oh, you're a bad, 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 bad man. You're nearly as bad as goose. Oh, but we love you for it. <laughs> Anyway, we've got Commander Overlight 1 joining us. Hello. Hello, Overlight. Hello. What How you are you? Me? Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. <laughs> good. Uh, just opened a bottle of Talisker. Oh, oh, happy days. Yes, that sounds <laughs> like a good plan. Um, I have been... Well, the reason I'm Overlight 1 is because Overlight was me on my little portable device listening to this... On my way home, I thought I'm not going to get home in time, so how can I listen to it? Downloaded the TeamSpeak app and listened to it in my car, which was great. Are we concerned that you had a holohoba fake of yourself uh, lurking in the green room? Uh, no, it's definitely me. It's because I fired up the one on the uh, the main terminal uh, before uh, before turning off the old one. And are you in the running for a hut and mug, one of the new hut and mugs this week, or are you elsewhere? I'm 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 around, but I'm busy with other things. But it's all it's all for the greater good. Oh, fair enough. And all right, pillbox. Are you there, pillbox? No, he's not, is he? So the one week he gets to say, I'm South African, and he's not here. No, pillbox has gone missing. He's um, Now, we have Slagnads BRB, BRB meaning be right back, so Slagnads doesn't get to talk to us on the radio. Taron, you've slipped this week. Well, I did, but I think there was an election or something that prevented me from bounty hunting most of it. Now, only 20 million in bounties. Slacking. Oh, yeah, 20 million, 618,299 credits, but it's still more than I did. Yeah, speaking of slacking, I have to have a four-letter word with Mr. Buck Naked at some point. Yeah, you can take your four-letter word and shut it right back up your... <laughs> <laughs> shove, it, shove it up your mods, yes. So, so Taran, so we've got an election coming up as well, so you've got another four or five days of not shooting stuff. Uh, how are you going to cope? Well, you know, I don't know. It's going to be difficult. I'm going to have to, you know, just pull up the bus or something and run some passengers and hope to get convinced efficiently. We, we can't <laughs> convince you to go out to Colonia to save, uh, save Mindwipe and friends. Well, I'm also thinking about that because we can't lose Fort Muggs, so it might be a little more important than getting Ross, so... Yeah, well, losing Fort Mug would be devastating, especially having just got Fort Mug mugs, because we can't give Fort Mug mugs away when we haven't got Fort Mug. Anyway. It's, uh, right on that subject, is uh, exploration data useful for Fort Mug? Oh, yeah. Uh, mind wipe? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for the next day or so, yes. Now, now, really now, soon, now. How many oh, of the God, stations okay. out there have black markets? Uh, there's a few. It's a long way to take a UA. Actually, <laughs> I don't advocate, but it might benefit us. There are a few who are actually competing with us. Yep, and uh, Commander Flossie says, Commander Flossie is going to spend some time at Fort Mug this week. Uh, good job, Commander Flossie. Now, the next commander, or the next two commanders, the next one is not x 6666 c There's got to be something easier to say for your name. Did I not Flitz. Flitz. Greetings. But give us the history. Why not X six 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 C six nine seven four seven three? 
I just couldn't get the name Flitz on a lot of accounts, and I thought no one else is going to be stupid enough to put these down. Yeah, genuinely, they're random. And does Eric hurt them? No, it's it's ASCII for Flitz. Oh, yeah. it is ASCII. For it's Flitz. ASCII. It's fine. Okay, well, ASCII Flitz. Uh, you're in Hutton Space. You're earning a mug. You're not earning a mug. You're getting some dog tags. What are you up to? Uh, oh, I'm getting interdicted, actually, at the minute. Uh, trying to work. Nope. I think he's been trying boiled to earn up a mug, by an NPC. I don't know oh, yet. And I've got to learn to use... Uh, sorry, I was being interdicted. No, that's fine. We're just taking the mickey, because um, they're going to boil you up. Not if you will. I thought they won't. <laughs> <laughs> combat log. No, we wouldn't combat log. What, what are you flying at the moment? I'm flying uh, the Milk of Magnesia, which is an asp. Uh, and is your asp a hard asp, or is it a soft, floppy asp? Yet to be tested. <laughs> well, you've just been interdicted, so you never know. And then down at the very bottom of the green room, hiding in the corner, we've got Commander Jack Lolette. Hello. Good evening, good evening. Give us something interesting that's happening in your galaxy right now. All right, now I'm heading to the edge of it. I've joined the Dead Ends expedition. I've taken my anaconda all the way around with that. Lots of people who might actually be crazier than uh, the rest of the truckers. Right, so have you Ooh, gone clockwise awesome. or anticlockwise? That sounds like a challenge. Uh, going clockwise. Is, going uh, clockwise. And uh, if we were looking at the, uh, the Milky Way as a clock, where would you be now? Uh, right now, I would be at about uh, six o'clock. Oh, so you've got you've gone down recently. before going round. Yeah, we're heading down. Then everybody's heading around. We started at um, uh, Witchhead Nebula, and that's where we're all meeting again in ten months to a year. Are you reckon it's going to take that long, or are you, are you? Is it because it's waypoints, or are you keeping up the slowest commander, or is that genuinely how long it takes to get around the edge? I've never done it before. The gentleman that set it up on the Frontier Forums uh, set up waypoints with uh, meetups every two weeks or so uh, that should have us getting there. Why do I uh, get a feeling that's Erasmus? Didn't that Signwinder pilot do it in about a year, give or take? Yeah. And he did it without um, thousand plus light year mapping and all that. Yeah, yeah, that, that he, was dedication. He had a, he had a, lot, he had a lot of help and a few of us, trust me. We noticed one commander this week managed to get to double elite in a Sidewinder without leaving a Sidewinder. So he's got his combat and his exploration elite in a Sidewinder. He's just looking at the, the remaining one thinking, I'm not going to manage this one. The trade one in a Sidewinder, I don't think he's going to get. But he's got double Sidewinder in an elite without... Sorry, in a... Double side wonder in elite, yes. You know what I mean? Impressive. <laughs> yeah. Very. Uh, confirmed by Frontier as well this week. That is absolutely bonkers. Right, now, uh, the way this is going to work is we've said hi to the green room. We need to run upstairs to the live room, but the feed is running a few minutes behind. So I'm going to drag Radio Lenin back down again. We're going to run upstairs. You guys might get some dead space, but then we're going to go out with a tune for the end of the show. Right. So... Yeah, we're going to say goodnight and for the mug this evening. Uh, good night, Eric Marquet. For the mug. Good night, Flossie. For the mug. For the mug. For the mug. mug. Good night. Good night, Evenstar. Good night. For the mug. And good night to the saltiest trucker there is, Goose. 
For the UAE, I mean mug. For the UAE, yes. <laughs> right, we're going to run upstairs. You might get dead space. Then there's going to be a tune. Bye-bye. See you later. Last three seconds ago. Bye. Commander this week managed to get to... Well, I have no idea what's going on there. They're, they're going to hear their own voices back for the next 30 seconds as well. Yes, I just had a moment's confusion there. But uh, no, all back, back and um, vaguely organised. We survived. So we next did. week we've got, to, we've got Grant back. We have. Yay! Although he'll well, press all the buttons. Boo. Or he might quit. He might. Oh. Mm. You see, I'm not doing this anymore. I don't want to play with you guys because I hate you and... Yeah. Boo. Boo. Anyway, so... Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. And especially, end of the tune, end of the show tune, for all those beige planets that are going to look better next year. If you were urban, you might call them fat planets. With a PH.